0: Good Risings. I'm Liz Earnshaw and this is Hash It Out. This week we are looking at caregiving and how can we take care of ourselves while providing care to other people. And so I'm answering listener questions all about caregiving. And today I am answering a question that has to do with the mental load. Someone wrote, Dear Liz, how can I help my husband understand the mental load better? This is huge question and very relatable to me. So first, let me tell you what the mental load is for those of you listening, wondering what that even means. The mental load is the work that we do in life that is really within our brains, right? But it's a lot of work. So for example, some mental load work is having to remember things like remembering when the kids' doctor's appointments are, remembering when family members are having a birthday party, remembering that the filters in the house have to be changed. Another example of mental load is having to delegate things. So having to tell people that stuff has to get done, saying something like, hey, why don't you go in the kitchen and clean up the dishes while I do X, Y, and Z in the living room? That is a part of mental load. So it's the work that exists within our lives, within our families, that has to get done. Somebody has to remember when the doctor's appointments are. Someone has to delegate. Another form of mental load is researching. So researching who the best doctors are, researching what's happening with your kid's medical issue. So somebody has to do this work, right? It's important. It keeps our lives running. However, what we find is that in the average American household, the mental load is delegated in a way that is experienced as unfair and in a way that is pretty exhausting, pretty burdensome, and very overwhelming. And because of that, it can lead to resentment. So first, I think it's really important that we talk about who in most households is carrying the mental load, and this is most, not all, so if you don't identify with this does not mean that you're not the one carrying the mental load, but what we see is that 75% of all caregivers are female and they spend 50% more time providing care than males. And this is from the Institute on Aging. And I want to share with you some numbers that have to do with chores in the house that also play into that 75% number that I just shared with you. So women still bear the burden of most everyday chores around the house. Even though women and men are working at the same rate, women are bearing the most chores. The likelihood that women have primary responsibility for everyday chores versus men in dual career households is staggering. So laundry. Women are 2.5 times more likely than men to do the laundry. Cooking, 2.1 times more likely. Cleaning, 2 times more likely. Dishes, 1.8 times more likely. Groceries, 1.6 times more likely. Bills and finances, 0.8 times more likely. Yard work, 0.5 times more likely. And handyman jobs, 0.4 times more likely. So all of those things are physical labor, but to get to the physical labor, there's mental work that has to happen before that. To be able to do the handyman job, you have to know what to pick up at the store. To go and pick up the groceries, you have to do the mental load of coming up with the list. And so not only is the physical load not equally distributed, but the mental load is not either. That study was from a 2018 BCG Global Diversity Study. The sample included men and women in committed heterosexual relationships where both the woman and the man work full-time. So this isn't an example of, well, maybe it makes sense that the person is doing more of the dishes because their job is within the home, whereas the other person is outside of the home. This is where both people in the relationship are outside of the home what we know is that unfair mental load distribution tends to be more of a problem in heterosexual relationships than it does in relationships with same-sex couples. And so heterosexual couples are more likely to struggle with this. Okay, now that I've given all that data, let's talk about how you can help your husband understand what the mental load is. Now, we certainly don't want to utilize Criticism or shame. So, you're not going to get anybody to understand what the mental load is or how it's impacting you if you start off with a harsh startup. So, if you're saying something like, you should be ashamed of yourself, you never help around the house, or what's wrong with you, or any of that, it's not going to help. We have to step back and remember that this is an issue of socialization, that just like you were socialized in taking on too much of the mental load. Your partner has been socialized in not seeing the mental load to even know that it exists and therefore to even be able to take it on. So this is an issue of socialization. You need to have compassion for yourself that you've been socialized to kind of maintain this unfair distribution. And you also need to have compassion for your partner. I understand that that is much easier said than done. I want to share with you what I did when I shared with my husband about the mental load. So shortly after having a baby, I started to notice that the mental load was wearing on me in a way that was not going to be sustainable. I was becoming really frustrated and resentful of my husband because I was working, so was he, but I was also the one noticing things that needed to be done, researching things, making the doctor's appointments, delegating, all of the mental load stuff. And it was exhausting. And I realized that I needed to share with him what the mental load was because I didn't even know what the mental load was until it was brought to my attention. And once it was brought to my attention, I couldn't stop seeing it. So what I did is I shared with him a cartoon that I think really helps to Illustrate what the mental load looks like. And I think it does it in a way that's kind of funny and that can open up a conversation rather than maybe feel critical. The cartoon is called You Should Have Asked by Emma Klitt. And you can just type that into Google. So I shared this cartoon with my husband and I said, when you see this, does it remind you of our relationship at all? Like truly, are you able to see how this to me kind of mirrors what's going on? And he said, yes. And from there, I said, I really want to tell you about the mental load. And every now and then, I would just kind of read him an article that I found or talk to him about it. I would point things out, but non-critically. So I would just say, hey, you know, I made a doctor's appointment today. And this is just an example of one of those things that I remember to do that I really need you to help me with. Another thing that you can do to help your partner understand the mental load is get the book. Fair play. It's by Eve Rodsky. It is so good and it includes an activity that you can do with your partner to help make the mental load visible and to help you decide what feels fair. What we know from research is that the mental load actually doesn't need to be equal, but it needs to feel fair. So, for example, Eve Rodsky says that there's a category of the mental load called magic. And magic is the part of the mental load where somebody is remembering to do the magical things in the family. They're remembering to do the special stuff on the birthdays or to have decorations out or whatever it is. In my relationship, that's never going to be equal because that's something I love to do and that my husband Loves to experience, but it's just never going to be his thing. And I don't want it to be his thing. So even though I'm taking on almost all of that quote, magic mental load, I'm not frustrated by that. It feels fair. So if you get Eve Rodsky's book, you can do the activity where she helps you to figure out what is on your mental load list and then how do you want to distribute it? Because that's really what you're going to want to figure out. So the short answer. Teach your partner about the mental load, show them a cartoon, talk to them about an article, explore with them if they notice that it's happening in your relationship, start to point things out as they're happening in real time, and get E. Rotsky's book, Fair Play, to help you to decide how you want things to be distributed.